This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 units sold mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. In the last episode, you heard from Christian Johan Smith, who almost lost his car to the Pacific Ocean in a very scary story and went on to raise $1 million via an Indiegogo crowdfunding campaign. All right, Top Tribe, our guest today is Sean Wycliffe. Now, Sean is the founder and CEO of DealFlix. They're currently partnered with over 600 U.S. theater locations, including 13 of the top 50 U.S. theater chains. They're doing something very unique, and their annual revenue run rate has surpassed $3 million on 2x year-over-year growth. You guys are going to love this episode. We're going to dig in. The Sean, the top tribe is ready to learn from you. Are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right, man. I, lo- I love it. So first off, anything in the bio that I missed that you think the listeners need to know? Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a ride. I think a lot of times nowadays, DealFlix, we're not profitable yet, but things have been going well. We've raised some money. We're, we're generating revenues. We're getting there. And so a lot of times people think that it's an overnight thing. And I, I also talk about how I just graduated from college in December 2010 and had the idea for DealFlix after that. But sometimes it gets lost that I had dropped out of school for five years before that and had another business venture before that. And so I've been an entrepreneur for a little bit and it, it has taken some time. There's been some failures along the way. And so if you're out there and, and you're trying something and it's not going as fast as you'd like it to go, uh, don't worry, you're in good company because that's most of us. So how old are you now, Sean? I just turned 32 a few months ago, so I am getting up there now. Sometimes people look at me and think that I'm still 18, which is great now, but when I was in high school, it wasn't that great for dating, but it's, it's worked. It's, <laughs> I, I, I sometimes wish I could wish away my facial hair because I, I used to be like a cute young entrepreneur that all the press would write about, and now I'm just you know 25. I'm an old businessman that nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> I don't know what that makes me, but yeah. I, I, <laughs> well, good. Well, let, for, yeah. let's let's dig in here. I want to really understand deal flicks and what you're focused on now. And I've seen some pictures online of you guys, you and your partner going around the country in the back of a van hustling your butt off. But walk through what deal flicks is real quick in 60 seconds. Yes. Deal flicks is essentially priceline for movie tickets. Right now, 88% of movie theater seats are empty. And what we do is we partner with theaters and we get inventory for their empty seats and then we'll sell it for up to 60% off. And often we'll sell movie tickets by themselves or sometimes movie tickets, popcorn and soda for up to 60% off with no convenience fees on our iPhone app, Android app or website. I love that. That's great, succinct, and to the point. Well, look, Sean, it is time for our funnel freak show breakdown thing. So, top of the funnel, how exactly are you getting people to dealflix.com? Yeah, that's a great question. And when we first started the company, I thought it was going to be a lot easier than it ended up being. I had this idea that it was going to be like field of dreams. As long as we build the website and put some theater inventory on there, people would come. And so we had a lot of unsuccessful ways of of initially trying to get people to the funnel. 
the first thing that we thought was, why don't we just put flyers out there? And my initial background wasn't really in online marketing. So I was thinking, why don't we just put flyers out there at the local Walmart or whatever it is? <laughs> Those little tack, the little tack boards where the carts are? Yeah, well, literally, we would stand outside of Walmart and hand flyers out to every single person that came out. And then the security guard would come and chase us out. And then we'd come back a little <laughs> later. And we just kept doing that for a few hours. And we said, the movie theater's across the street. This Walmart's right here. This should work. And it did not work. Uh, I think we had one or two people that ended up buying a ticket from that. Then we said, you know what? We need to hit young people. We need to hit people that are young. Let's go to colleges or high schools. There was no college near our first theater, which is located in Gardena, California, kind of near Compton, that area. Not the best area, but that's where we started. And so we, we started to look at high schools. And we would go to high schools and kind of put flyers inside the lockers of the high school students thinking that the next day when they come to school, they'd actually see this, this flyer for movie ticket deals. And then they want to go see this. And we ended up getting to the point where we would go into girls locker rooms and just like put them all in there and have to run out. So it was, <laughs> it was something that we thought would work. And we think this is going to be a great story when we become successful one day. And it just didn't work. And so the, <laughs> the next thing that we ended up trying, uh, this was more of my co-founders thing was we would go to colleges and there was a couple colleges after we started to sign a few theaters that were near a, a college campus. Um, so we signed this one theater in Oakland called Grand Lake Theater, still one of our good partners. And UC Berkeley, which is where I went to school, was about three miles away. So we go there, and Kevin has this idea, let's go to the fraternities and let's get them to promote us. And what we'll do is we'll sponsor their fraternity parties. Um, so we ended up working out this thing where we just bring a keg in. Ding, 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 the key <laughs> to everyone's heart, right? <laughs> yeah, so, so Kevin would bring that in. And then he would basically say, in order to get this, you'd have to sign into your Facebook and kind of spam all your friends on, on, on your Facebook wall and invite them to events and things like that. And then we'd actually give you free beer for the night. Very cool. So, yeah, it actually worked really well in terms of getting the word out. The problem was the nearest theater was three miles away, which was too far for the students. So we didn't really sell tickets, although we got a ton of awareness. And then Another another side effect of that, Kevin ended up doing, I don't know, 20 or 30 of these. And so he ended up getting gout, which is <laughs> this thing that you can Jeez. get if you drink too much beer, apparently. And so we had a <laughs> that's change de strategy. That's dedication right there. Yeah, that was absolute dedication. So those were kind of our first two big, fat, failed attempts. And we still were only selling 20, 30 tickets a month, which was really pathetic. Well, hold on. I, before you before you articulate this too much, you know, Pete, the top tribe, they take notes. They really get involved. They, they're they're okay. wondering, like, it helps if you paint a picture of what the end of the tunnel looks like. And then we Got work it. backwards. So, like, you told uh, me that you're doing about $3 million in annual run rate, which means you're doing about Got 240K it. per month. But from what I can tell, I'm on your website right now. When I see these deals, there's not, like, a monthly recurring plan, is there? Is this a, is this a monthly recurring business or no? No, not monthly. Not uh, monthly. Okay. It's just a la carte. Exactly. A la carte. So, okay. Yeah. So no, that's helpful. So working backwards, let's do that. So right now we're, we're selling roughly about this month in July, we'll actually probably hit about a hundred thousand tickets and, and concessions sold for the month um, at about 60,000 tickets. So where does that come from? SEO is a big channel for us. So just people on Google searching for movie ticket deals or minions, coupons, or things like that we'll get a lot of traffic from Google, Yahoo, and Bing just from SEO. And so to do that, we actually have strategically built different landing pages and different web pages that match certain keywords so we can actually get that traffic inbound. So like, um, is this one, I just searched minion coupons in Google search and like a site called forthemamas.com shows up. Is that 
one that you guys put up to target moms on a budget? Sometimes we'll get traffic from there. So that actually may or may not be an affiliate partner of ours, which is another channel that we have. Um, so we obviously can't catch everyone through our own SEO. So we have a number of affiliate networks that we work with. And then other publishers, as they call them, or other websites can publish blog articles or little coupon sites or whatever they do. And then they can send traffic over to us and then we'll pay them based on any conversions that take place. Got it. So you're not, so, and you're not just sell, like, you're not just selling the movie ticket. You're selling like the ticket, maybe a popcorn with it. You're selling a little package, right? Sometimes. Yeah. It all depends on the theater. So about 60% of our theaters have an option to just buy a ticket, but a lot of them make you buy a ticket popcorn. So do some of them have the option for all three of those things? So it, it kind of varies okay. a little bit. So I search I search minion coupons in Google search because I want to get a deal here. You you said you're selling about a hundred thousand kind of these like packages, you know, in July. What is the average price of the package? The average price is fifteen dollars, roughly about fifteen dollars, which comes with about two point three tickets on average. Okay. So and usually there's a popcorn or two in there as well. So, okay, so 15 bucks times about 100,000, 150,000 total deals. I mean, you you guys you guys are popping in. What is that? 15 15 1.5 to 2 million in total transaction volume to these theater your theater partners across the country? Almost not quite. Yeah. So, so the the amount of tickets that we're selling is included in that 2.3. So, in terms of amount of deals that we're selling, it's it's probably closer to maybe about 20,000, 30,000 per month. Okay. And, and how are you, have, how are you getting, something I'm sure folks are wondering as they're listening, like say two, two bucks off minion tickets. How are you getting the deals? Why can't, why aren't other little startup entrepreneurs in their basements going to the movie theaters and getting these discounted deals uh, instead of you? Yeah, that's a really great question. And, and when I had the idea for deal flicks and looked around, that was one of my first thoughts is why isn't everyone else doing this? Because there's so many empty seats. And I kind of learned over the next year why. It took us about a year to sign up our first theater. We had to talk to about 100 theaters before we got our first one to sign on. Wow. And a, a large part of the reason is it's just so difficult to get theaters to onboard on something like this because they, in their way of doing business, traditionally don't do any marketing whatsoever. They have good theaters. They try to get good locations and pick good movies. And then after that, they rely heavily on the studios in LA to market the movies. And from their point of view, as long as they have a good theater, they'll have people coming in. So and on so, a, go ahead, keep going, keep going. Oh yeah. So they're not used to doing any kind of marketing, especially anything with discounts. And so it takes a while to get those meetings, educate them, get them over that hump and, and then get them going. So on a 15, again, I'm looking for minions. I go to your site. I buy a, a package for a popcorn and something else at the, at an LA movie theater. The average thing I'm buying is 15 bucks. What percentage of the 15 bucks do you get to keep versus what you pay affiliates? Right now, we will, on average, take about 15%. Um, some of our theater partnerships will range anywhere between 15 to 20% on the take. Um, when we first started- what is that, actually, Wait, what does that mean? The theater gets 15 to 20%? We'll, we'll get that. Deal oh, you'll we'll get that. that, okay. Yeah, and then the theater will get the remainder. And then the theater also has to pay the studios, which is also another huge thing that complicates this. Because unlike a restaurant where they can sell the food for whatever they want and they just need to worry about the cost of the food, the theater also has an obligation to pay a movie studio a certain amount, no matter what they sell the ticket for. I so, see. It, it actually adds another layer on there. But so, so you're you're moving volume for them, but it's worth it. Because the, the lower margin is worth it for the movie theater because they have a fixed price to the studio, but it's worth it because you're filling seats. 
Exactly. So the, the whole thing is, are we bringing in marginal revenue or not? If we bring in somebody to their theater that normally wouldn't have gone there, or we bring in a family that normally might see one movie a month, but now with DealFlix, they're seeing three movies a month, that's extra revenue for them that they normally wouldn't have made. And that's where we actually add the value for them. So if I understand it correctly, again, you're using SEO, Google searches, people searching for deal coupons and affiliate partners to drive down to about $15 kind of package sales. And you're selling about $100,000 to $150,000 of these package, uh, sorry, units of these $15 package deals every month. So on every dollar of revenue, of transaction volume, of deal size that you're driving, the theater's keeping up to 85 cents. Deal Flix is keeping up to 15 cents. How much do you pay affiliates? Where do they come in? Do they come out of your 15 cents or the theater's 85 cents? Yeah, so this is where it's really interesting. So initially, when we were building our affiliate program out, we were looking at, we would have to pay them out of our 15 cents. And it was just not enough money to make it any anyone interested in this whole thing. So the way that we're doing it, we're actually paying $4 per affiliate transaction, which is more than we make. So we might make, let's say, two bucks on average, but we're paying them four. So we lose every time that happens. But the thinking is a customer will come back and they'll make multiple purchases over the course of a year. And then we'll make that back on the long-term value. Uh, Now we've had top tribe members before when we've had SaaS entrepreneurs on, like in our episode, when we had Peter Shallard on in episode number three, where he built a SaaS business, we talked about lifetime value. So you're talking about this affiliate transaction, you lose money on the first sale, but they're bringing you a customer. You're okay doing that because it sounds like you have some confidence in your metrics around lifetime value of the customer. What is the lifetime value of a customer to you? Yeah. So the lifetime value of your customer, the way that we see it, our customers will continue to use the service over the course of the year and the next two or three years. So over the course of one year, they might make four purchases. That's kind of where it's been. Wow. And so, yeah, we might see eight bucks off of them the first year, but then they'll buy it for the next year and the third year. So we, we estimate right now our, our lifetime value comes out to about 24 bucks over the course of three years, but we haven't spent too much time trying to get them to purchase more. We we're still in growth mode, just adding more theaters and more customers. Um, so right now it's about $24. I think in the long run, we could probably get it up to maybe about $50. Well, that's an, that's amazing. Sean, it's amazing. So to, to, to summarize, again, you're using SEO in this search to drive deal flow. You guys are making profit for deal flicks at the bottom line is about, well, at the top line is 240,000 bucks per month. How much are you spending in terms of variable marketing spend, you know, ad dollars, things like that? Exactly. So SEO is nice because once we build the pages, we get the traffic and we have a lot of links coming in from press pieces and things like that. We also spend a lot of money on AdWords and Microsoft Ad Center. So we're running targeted ads on AdWords and Bing and Yahoo for people that search different things. So we can't get everything through SEO and whatever we can't get, we try to target it through AdWords. And now we're spending about 20,000 a month on that. Got so it. it's become a big thing. We have someone internally that manages that whole side of the business. Yeah, yeah. And how many employees are you guys at now total? You and your, your partner, Kevin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we have nine full-time employees now and it's about one-third engineers and one-third sales and then one-third kind of operation support. Got it. Three engineers, three sales, and three everything else. That's uh, really, really amazing. Well, this is this business, Sean, I mean, it sounds like it takes an amazing amount of hustle because you have to convince these slow-moving entities to basically help you get deal flow, combine that with SEO, which is highly competitive, but you guys are crushing it. So this is a really amazing. Thank you for sharing all of those numbers with the top tribe. I know they appreciate it. 
Yeah, uh, our pleasure. Now, now speaking of numbers, in episode eight, we talked with a person who helped take GoPro from 300,000 bucks a year to $300 million in annual sales using a very sneaky tactic called REM time, which will blow your guys' mind. That's in episode eight. And to celebrate, we are giving away a GoPro and my favorite business books, three of them, to one of you guys, one of the top tribe. In order to enter for your chance to win, just text the word Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to 33444 to win the GoPro on those books. So, Sean, this has been great. It's now my favorite part of the episode. Do you know what time it is? Tell me about it. Dude, Sean, it's the freaking Famous Five, man. Ah, yes. Yes, (laughs) All right. Number one, Sean, favorite business book. Wow, favorite business book. I've read so many business books. I would have to say... Market Wizards by Jack Swagger. It's not a typical business book. It's not like a here's how to do it business book. But I read that book when I was in 10th grade in high school. My mom and dad are both doctors and my whole family's in medicine. And up until that point, I had wanted to be a doctor myself. But after reading that book, it was all about a bunch of traders who made billions and and all all that in the markets and the commodity markets. That really opened my eyes to the business world and what was possible. So if I had to say one book, I would probably say that one because that changed the trajectory of my life. Great. Well, we'll link to that book and have a full transcription of this episode along with a full audio replay at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top. And we'll link to that in the show notes. So number two, Sean, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now? Yeah, I actually just finished going through Ben Horowitz's book, The Hard Thing of Hard about hard things. And so that was a good one. I guess that's the most recent CEO that I've looked at and a lot of really interesting and good learnings from that book. All right, number three, what is your favorite online tool besides DealFlix? Maybe something like Evernote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would say the online tool that I probably use the most is Reportive, which is a super simple tool. You just plug it right into your Gmail app, but I use that just constantly every day to grab people on LinkedIn and take a look at who's emailing what and where they're coming from and get to know who they are. Great. Now, Sean, you're an active guy. You're traveling the country. You're hustling like crazy. You're 32 years old. How much? How many hours of sleep are you getting each night? I usually average eight. So my, my thing over the last, I would say, six years has been don't have an alarm clock. And so I always try to make sure I have enough sleep to the point where I'll just naturally get up. So yesterday I went to bed at 11. I just kind of naturally got up to eight, seven without an alarm. That's a typical day for me. And then on Saturdays, I'll take the whole day off and not work or anything like that. And that's kind of my time to catch up on any rest or sleep in case I didn't get enough sleep the week before because too crazy. Oh, I love the internal alarm clock. That's such a valuable little nugget there, Sean. Thank you. Number five, last one. If you wish your 20-year-old self knew one thing, what would it be? Oh, wow. So my 20-year-old self was an interesting self. That's when I had dropped out of school. (laughs) And my brother and I had started this business selling long-distance phone service door-to-door. And so when I was 20, when I was 19, I ended up buying this Porsche and dropping out of UC Berkeley and moving to LA. And my brother did the same thing. And when I was 21, I ended up buying this Ferrari. My brother and I bought this million-dollar house. And and later, the the business had gone bankrupt, uh, essentially, because our, our number one partner had went bankrupt themselves because nobody buys long distance or uses it anymore. And so I learned a lot (laughs) through that experience. I had to move back in with my dad. A number of things happened. But I guess if I could talk to my 20-year-old self, I I would tell him to not be so cocky and to... To, to save your money and, and, and to be nice to people because I was actually really mean at that time. I was very cocky 
and I blew all of my money on some of those things that I mentioned. And so when I had made a bunch of money, I looked back at it and I had nothing to show for it. I moved back with my dad. And so I learned a lot through that experience. And some of it is the things I just mentioned to my 20 year old self. But if I could learn those <laughs> things at that time, that'd be great. Everyone else was telling me those things. My dad definitely told me that many, many times, but I ended up being right on some of those hey, things. Hey, don't you hate to admit that? It happens. <laughs> it happens. Well, listen, Sean, you're on a rocket ship. If people want to follow along, where can they connect with you online? Yeah, the best way is through Twitter. You can reach us at, at DealFlix, or you can even reach me at, at Sean Wycliffe, just my full name. That's a great way to get a hold of either of us. And we're also on Facebook, same, same, same handles there, but Twitter's the best. Well, I'm going to use DealFlix to get a discount on the next movie I want to see. Sean, you've hustled your way to a $3 million annual run rate business. You're traveling across the country in the back of your car. You're 32. You've had great failures. I think you're a nice guy. Thank you so much for taking my audience to the top. Perfect. Thanks so much for having me. You bet. Take care. Coming up in the next episode, you're going to learn how Daniel Vitello used his 5,000 Instagram followers to generate $309,000 of pre-sales on this. You're not going to believe what it is. This podcast is produced by Oration Recording and is sponsored by Eddie Communications and Roanoke, Virginia's Grandin CoLab, the premier workspace for entrepreneurs and growing companies. 